0: This episode brought to you by the Roster Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com.
1: Welcome to the Eagle Up Pod. As always, I'm your host, Matt, along with Nick, and we are coming at you after a complete dominant performance by our Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. They defeated the Minnesota Vikings by a score of 24-7. And it kinda had flashes back of like the NFC championship game just kinda rolling from the start. But the big storyline here is obviously Jalen Hurts and his ability to kind of really show everyone that he's taking those next steps forward as a franchise QB. If he had any doubters before this game, uh hopefully they hopped on the bandwagon and the train now. But Nikki, just take it to start us with Jalen Hurts, because well, that first half th- he was awesome.
0: First and foremost, I just wanna say Victory Tuesday feels good. Feels good to be 2-0. and And uh, last night was great, bro. Epic. A lot of energy. All the celebs were out at the link last night, rocking. I was loving what I was seeing last night.
1: Um, But, you know... I love, just- how, I love how Bradley Coops is always up there in the box.
0: He's at every game, dude. He's a huge, oh, <laughs> He's a huge <laughs> Eagles fan, dude.
1: Huge. I'm surprised... Right? I mean, Obviously he's still in season, but Trout's usually always try always there for big games.
0: Well, Harper was there. I mean, Harper's in Philly now, but yeah, Harper was there. But um, but yeah, man, I guess I guess we'll start on Jalen Hurts. Um, what what, what, what'd your, what was your just overall take of him?
1: I mean, he's just coming along. I mean, he's obviously showing everyone that he has that potential to be that franchise guy. He is very hard working at the sense that he knows that he needs to get his passing better and he needs to go through his reads. And that is what it's going to take for him to succeed in this league. But what's really making me happy is that week in and week out, he wants to prove that he's not only the best player on the Eagles team, but he's the best player on the field for between everybody. And he is shooting up the MVP Obviously, rankings. I don't know if it's obviously going to get that far. We're going to see if he can string a couple of games and obviously a long season together. Week but two, week two. We're, week on, two. We're, we're talking about MVP, but okay. no, I'm not going to. I'm not there yet. But You're going to throw um, the mush on us. What What's really uh, standing out to me is that he's orchestrating jo- drives of 80 plus yards. Um, we were going. I think we have over six or seven 80 yard drives in the first in the first two weeks and that's just showing that they're obviously not giving up on those drives and they're really stringing these drives together to finish and score and that's what you really like to see out of your offense and that's huge for time of possession towards the end of the game as well
0: you know one of the things like i like i, I tweeted it last night you know like we, the eagles have have found their qb1 man he's explosive he's reading defenses. He's making the right decisions. He's keep keeping himself upright. He's being, you know, he's you know, he's keeping himself safe on the field, not taking hits, sliding when need. It's just everything that we could have hoped for has literally came to fruition in these first two weeks. And I just really, really hope that we stay on track because, you know, Aikman, Buck, they were all all of them were saying it last night, you know, this is a dangerous squad. We, you know, you know, kinda if you if you look back to when, you know, we went to the Super Bowl. Um, In 2017, you know, like coming into that game, you know, I feel like the biggest question marks were, you know, our offense, what was going to happen on the offensive side of the ball, you know, our defense was the best in the league that year. So, you know, this year, I, you know, watching last night's game, you know, I know it didn't look like it in week one, but la- watching last night's game, it feels like we have both sides of the ball now, you know what I mean? Kind of like the same thing that's going on in Buffalo. Like our offense is there and our defense is there and only going to get better because all, we know we have a lot of new additions, a lot of young guys, but you know, I just have that vibe. This team gives me that vibe.
1: No, and they're, they seem like a very tight knit group as well. Like you kind of get, like you said, you kind of get those Super Bowl vibes where everyone's there. They're all on the same page. They got to reach everybody's backs. And, you know, a couple of things that were sticking out to me with, with Jalen was that he was, also, some of the incomplete passes that he was throwing, I, I remember one in particular, it was to A.J. Brown deep after a string of, of completions to Devontae Smith and Dotter, and they were getting close to the red zone, and he just took a shot, and he, he's like, I'm going to have faith in my guy, I'm going to put it where only possibly he can get it, and he would have never attempted that throw in the past. Even when he's rolling outside the pocket and he's getting to the line, or close to the line of scrimmage, his eyes are still downfield. Where usually in the past he would just tuck and run, but you yeah. know he kept it up. It was the one pass where Quez kind of had to get up and get it. It wasn't the most perfect pass, but those are the throws that you want to see him attempt to make and and obviously complete. But he's really showing everybody and putting the league on notice that this is this is my team and I'm not going anywhere.
0: He's like I said, and I, you know, we were texting back and forth, you know, during the game. And I said, I said to you, love the deep ball. Daddy
1: oh th- yeah. That
0: he threw the Quez because, you know, that's just, and you said back, you know, that's something that we haven't seen, you know, the past couple of years is, is you know, any of our quarterbacks able to complete that deep ball. And last year, I kind of feel like wasn't, that wasn't a strong point for him, but you know, to see that early and often this year,
1: all signs point out for sure. Oh yeah. And look, you can't, Deny the fact now that he didn't string the ball around, you know, obviously last week it was just the A.J. Brown show, but, you know, he had, he was six for six in the beginning of the, uh, the for the first two drives and he, uh, it was a, to a completion of five different receivers. And that's what you want to see. Quez was getting involved. Devontae Smith was getting involved. A.J. Brown was getting involved. Everybody on the offensive side of the football is moving it.
0: What excites me the most too, bro, if you look, look around and look at the squad, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, there is a fucking player at every single position. There is a stellar player at every position on our team from the secondary to the linebacking core deep, you know, the pass rush, we can get home a little bit more, but you know, offense, there's weapons everywhere. Now this dual threat quarterback, I mean,
1: I'm amped up, bro. I got. I was amped up watching the game last night. I'm amped up now. And like you said, it's all coming into fruition. That was the vision for this team. We we didn't have a doubt that this team was going to score points. It was just how are they were how are they going to score points? Was Jalen going to be a guy that really um, took it to the next level of passing, or was it going to be Jalen of last year, the Jalen of the year before, where it was a more of a running attack? You know, first through through the first two weeks, we're getting to see that you know we're going to have a very very balanced offense. And yeah, I, we're going mean, to put up points. We're going to we're going to have a lot of yards. We're going to control time of possession, and this is how we're going to go after it. And you know we'll get into the defense in a little bit, but the defense stepped up last night too.
0: And 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 just one more thing on Jalen Hurts, the training wheels are off completely. Oh, yeah, you know the, everything's it, the offense is his. It's it, he's here to stay, and I, I, I loved it. I also love what I saw out of Shane uh, Sturkin last night too. I thought he called a great game. You know, I was we were talking last week. I was worried about. Um, you know, Sirianni giving a play calling and
1: uh, I'm cool. I'm cool. He put, he put me at ease. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, and, you know, don't, don't try to fix something that's not broke. You know, through the first two weeks we've scored close to, you know, probably averaging about 30 points, a little under, Mm -hmm. but you know, even Sirianni has said it in his, in his post-game press conferences, even the the past two games, Jalen was in complete control of this offense at all times. And that's what you want to see from your franchise quarterback. 100%. 100%. Imagine we go into this offseason, and obviously they might have to pay him, but you have two first-round picks, and you don't have to do go into to quarterback. I saw a tweet before. It was like
0: – this guy was like, you know, the Eagles are doing what they're doing. Meanwhile, they still have two first-round picks next year.
1: Absolutely. Was,
0: and I, I was, like, thinking about it. I'm like, Jesus, you know.
1: But, yeah, but let's, we're set up. Let's get to the defense now, though, because obviously Gannon was getting a lot of criticism throughout the week. You know, we could obviously say that maybe he's on the hot seat, maybe he's not. But, you know, there was a lot of criticism. And we didn't get home last week. We gave up 35 points to the Lions, which, you know, I think we all think that the Lions are a little better than they are. So expectations were that this is our home opener. They had to come out firing, and and boy, did they.
0: I mean, he, he did everything he normally doesn't do. He brought <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Like, and it worked. I mean, he brought the heat, you know – cause this guy Kurt to just fumble, you know, not literally fumble, but just, you know, fumble his emotions and throw the ball all over the field. And and all that does with a secondary like us is create turnovers and that's literally going to win you the game. You know, I loved absolutely loved what I
1: saw on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, the, uh, especially picking up the blitzes. And I know that we've always been a a team or a defense that we kind of got into the Jim Schwartz era that we wanted to get home with our front four. But you have to dial up some type of pressure. And especially that you brought in guys that get after the quarterback, like Hassan Reddick and these other guys, you got to let them kind of work. And one guy. No, you're good. Yeah. But, um, and especially that it gives your, our top cornerbacks, you know, it's going to give them the ability to make the plays and boy, did Darius Slay make a lot of plays last night and, what made me extremely happy was when I first saw him, that he was not shying away from Justin Jefferson. Justin
0: Jefferson, who?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm saying like,
0: seriously, he stepped up and said, Justin Jefferson, who little boy last
1: night, last night we were like, you know, we picked Jalen Rager. We didn't pick Justin Jefferson. You can have Baltimore, all right? You can yeah, have Baltimore. Keep
0: them. <laughs> I mean, when you guys – when you got guys like Slay and, you know, Bradbury on the outsides, I'm, I don't worry too much about, you know, one player, you know what I'm saying? Especially a team like the Vikings, you know, they don't really have that other guy to beat you. You know, you, you think about the Bills, like, that's a scary situation because, you know, if you take away Stephon Diggs, they're just going to beam Gabe Davis all day long.
1: You know what yeah, I'm saying? I feel like a
0: team, them. team like the Vikings doesn't have that that problem, so it's easier to kind of like shut them down. But I mean, Justin Jefferson, who? <laughs>
1: That's the bottom line. And you know, he he Slay even has talked about how the that he was kind of surprised that he got the captain nod this year because you know obviously he comes off of this you know you know happy fun guy and maybe not as serious at times, but one thing that he does take serious is football, and he was really happy to get that captain spot and as a captain and especially on defense, you know, it's not a safety, it's a cornerback. He's going to go after that best guy. And you know what? If he might get beat, you know, obviously one out of 10 times, but the other nine out of 10 times, he's going to, you know, lock yeah. him up. And he was even big on that first drive with the pass block.
0: Yeah. He slept you know, he on, he slept set on, he's a slept on cornerback. I mean, I know he's a little older, I guess, but you know, he's, he's a slept on cornerback in this league for
1: sure. And you like to see that they were getting home. You know, Josh Sweat had a lot of big plays on the outside, getting back, getting out to Kirk. BG well, was doing his thing. One of the things I like go-
0: is real quick is he wasn't. You know, we he noticed. I guess we, we were really weren't getting home with our front four, so he started coming with those you know outside blitzes and different schemes and different packages and sending different guys and I you know adjusting in game adjustments were 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 gold for Gannon last night and I feel like you know that's that's definitely a step in
1: the right direction for him. One thing I cannot know that has to stop is Hassan Redick in coverage. Yeah, you know, I don't get that either, but uh, I don't even know some of the play I think Justin Jefferson was even on him one one play and that's a huge mismatch. But yeah, I put guess him I, into situations that he's gonna succeed. Okay, because he he's not gonna succeed in that yeah, way. He just he should just be running at the quarterback all game. <laughs>
0: that's, <it. laughs> that's why you're here, dude. <laughs>
1: Well, you were happy to see them obviously get onto the right track in the sense of that we knew that this defense was capable of this. They have to continue this along the way, and they have the talent to do it. It's on Gannon to obviously put them in schemes that they're going to succeed to their potential, but they showed up last night, and it was good to see
0: consistency all around is going to be what makes or break this team. You know, it's, it's, it's great to see what Jalen's doing. It's great to see what the defense did last night, but it's, you know, the hardest thing in the NFL is to just continue to be great over and over and over again, you know? So as long as, you know, we can, we could do that. It's a tall task, but we could do that. We'll be there, especially in the NFC, which that leads us
1: kind of into our next
0: uh, conversation.
1: In the beginning of the year, and obviously after the offseason, we, we're getting on that hype train. They're like, this Eagles team is going to be pretty decent, pretty good. We're through two weeks now. We're 2-0. and We're scoring a lot of points. Our defense showed up last night. Some of the other NFC teams are kind of like, you know, up in the air. Are they still the teams that they were in the past? I mean, where do you think that the Eagles really are stacking up right now in the NFC?
0: Well, I don't know if you saw this week's uh, power rankings that came out today.
1: Yeah, I just saw them this morning.
0: They're so sketch. Like, I <laughs> literally like I'm sitting there looking at them. I'm like, the eighth. Like, you know, we only
1: went up one spot.
0: I know. Like, and, and you got teams like who's in front of us? The Cardinals are in front of us. Pretty sure. I, don't
1: know, I thought it was a, it was a very AFC heavy. Well, it was a it was Bills, Chiefs. Uh, Bucs, dolphins i believe
0: yeah yeah see okay the dolphins that's the one that got me a little bit cuz like i mean i get it they came back they had, you know whatever but still bro they they were down 20 in the fourth quarter to the ravens you know like we, we
1: the ravens were the ravens were behind us who was in the, i guess the chargers are in front of us too chargers, chargers. are in front of us yeah chargers, chargers. are in front of us and the Rams are still in front of us, which also.
0: is a which is another fraud. How are the Chargers in front of it? They're one and one. See, that, that's what I don't get.
1: Yeah, but they're one losses to the Chiefs.
0: Skeptical. I don't care. The Chargers, of that team. The Chargers, of that team that can't get over the hump.
1: Well, I look, we're gonna have. We have Washington next week, which obviously we should handle business with Washington. Yeah, and we're coming into. We have Jacksonville. We have the Giants, but then now we're going up to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals came back from the Raiders on Sunday are the Cardinals really a team that are are going to be up there. You know, they, they got routed by the chiefs week one, which we all know when handy Reid has a lot of time to kind of study you and coming into you that, you know, it, it happens.
0: I I think, I think there's one team that is, is, is a real threat in the, in the NFC. And, and other than that, it's, it's not much. And that's only because they have Tom Brady and that's the Bucks, you know, I don't see anybody else as a serious threat to even to, – to the league. I mean, the AFC is – it's ridiculous. So, you know, for – even for the Eagles to take down, you know, some of them top teams in the AFC, it's it's going to be a, a tall task. I mean, you saw Buffalo
1: last night. They, <laughs> it's, oh ridiculous it, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. And it's not like Tennessee. Like, last year, Tennessee – what and Tennessee the top seed in the AFC? Top AFC seed last year, yep. Yeah. And, you know, you obviously – they're a good team, and they just completely routed them. I mean, Derek, I know they lost to the Giants. There's a little turmoil there with you know Malik drafting Malik Willis. They're not the same team, maybe, but routed. routed. Derek,
0: I mean, Derrick Henry had 25 yards.
1: Like, uh, come on. You know, the, like, the Bills are scared, but go go back go back to that the, the Packers are in front of us too. Yeah, that's
0: another one that I was skeptical about. Like, it's like and they just
1: lost to the team that we beat
0: i don't i don't get it I, I that's why you can't and that and also i know a lot of guys you know through even the guys a lot of the guys in rostro but outside rostro love Pff I, I i can't psF makes me crazy
1: some of the stats are some of like
0: if they're ridiculous some of the rankings are ridiculous it doesn't make sense
1: even on the like espn like half like you get those like st- stupid stat lines at the bottom of the bottom of the screen. I was like, who, who cares? That, but there's to? so
0: many people that dive so deep into them. That's why. It's like, these guys don't understand you're putting this content out. and People are believing you.
1: One thing but, I am happy about though, is that we do play the Packers and that will be, that's going to be the test. a good the test.
0: test. Exactly. If, yeah.
1: if we're projecting the way we're supposed to project and we're beating these teams that we're going to be supposed to be beating because of how we started and this team and we, we're coming up to those teams where you have the Packers. You know, if you kind of gets that Packers, that's going to be a good week. That's going to be a good test to see where we're really at. Because if you play them tough or even obviously beat them, who who's standing in our way? The Bucks, obviously the Rams. But are the Rams the same team as last year?
0: I mean, I'll say this right now. I feel good about
1: against any team in the NFC. I do too. Any team.
0: No with a favorable
1: schedule on our side, even get yeah. into eleven or twelve wins, we might even get to try to get home field. I mean,
0: seriously, we're in a very
1: good, very realistic and very good yep. seat. Right, we're in the driver's seat.
0: Well, the good thing about the NFC is, you know, everyone says, you know, all all you hear kind of, if you listen around on like sports talk radio and stuff, is, you know, a- 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 NFC team has NFC. The NFC has no chance against the AFC. But hey, man, you know, we got to kind of coast through the NFC get to where we need mm. to be. And then if you get to the yeah, Super one Bowl, it's one game. one game. Anything could happen in one game, as we all know. Have seen before. So, <sighs> you know We've
1: kinda of been we've kinda of been down this road before. Yeah,
0: we've we've been here before. So, you know, I'm not afraid to play the top dog in the Super Bowl, you know, obviously a long road away, but the NFC is definitely wide open. And uh
1: we not said this is, this is a long this is a long Yeah, no, out. no,
0: it's it's all hypothetical, but
1: I'm hypothetical just you know i it, don't has there ever been a super bowl winner to have two first round picks the following year i doubt it i i i, doubt I 100% doubt it you know who we need to start losing though we
0: need the saints to start losing that's a fleece job yeah cuz that's the pick
1: that's the pick
0: which they kind of look like they might start doing considering you know james i don't think i think the glue was always champagne there
1: you know, oh, but not- Dennis Allen was down. Dennis Allen was always there with them. You know, it's, yeah. It, it's but it's
0: just him, Champagne not being in the room. I feel like just makes a dramatic difference.
1: So we're through week two, and obviously this is still early, but prior to the season when we were on the Around the League podcast with Cody, mm-hmm. and we were asked the question, well, what has more of a chance of happening, Sirianni, Coach of the Year, or Jalen Hurts as the MVP, and that- we both said. Sirianni head coach of the year are we still projecting that way or
0: you know what no only because I feel like and I feel like if I if I had a little bit more time to think about the answer to that question I would probably would have answered the other way only because you know I feel like they give the head you know that that coach of the year isn't you know normally the guy who like has the best team it's normally the guy who like wasn't supposed to have a good team and like has like a great team that gets it but I also just feel like watching Jalen Hurts over the past two weeks has kind of like totally flipped my mind. And I feel like if he's gonna be running all the all over the field all year and throwing, it's
1: the odds of him winning the MVP are way better. They are, especially now. Yeah, for sure. If he's, yeah, he's put up the stats he's he's doing and you know what you know what play I loved last night and it wasn't even a throwing play. It was that run where he just like you can't teach some things and where he was going out of bounds, and then he just saw – When he got pushed back? No, when he went – he was about to go out of bounds, and then he noticed, he's like, I got a lot more space here, and he just went for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just oh, – you love to see that. I'm, we've been talking about how he's been taking too many hits, but I, I guess you're not going to be able to stop him I when, mean, when something comes at. No, I mean,
0: you got to let – first of all, you got to let him play his game. Ultimately, you know, but also like a- everything I saw last night, he's always protecting himself. He's dropping to the floor. He's not taking kids. He's being smart. He's giving up the play. If it's not there, you know, we don't need, you know, a non-contact injury, you know, stupid stuff. Like, so he's, he's being smart.
1: All right. So we got the commanders right now in a couple of days, or you know, towards the end of the week, how are you feeling about them going, you know, it's a division rival. What's we our... all know that anything can happen in a division. Did, do you know the spread? I'm curious. I uh, think it was minus four or some it had 10? it at minus six and a half. Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. I was going to guess six and a half.
0: I feel great though, dude. I mean, I just, oh, it's in Washington. Um,
1: there's a little tip on Carson's shoulder or no?
0: No, he's gonna. We're gonna pick him apart. He's gonna break down. <laughs> just like a little girl, like he does. We kind of
1: feel bad if we do.
0: I don't. I. I mean, dude, he's. Well, the, seriously though, the, I, I. The thing about him is, you know, if, he. Wow, he's having a great year.
1: He is. <laughs>
0: great two games at least six fifty seven touchdowns three picks. Not bad. I just feel like, I, I feel like this is a great. This is a great week three matchup, especially starting 2-0. It's a, it's a good kind of way for us to kind of take care of business here and just, just keep the ball rolling. Um, Washington is a tough team, though. You know, they got a lot of good weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Dotson, Samuel, you know, Wentz is throwing the yeah, ball over the field.
1: Win.
0: You know, and Wentz is also, you know, he's a threat as long as he doesn't make mistakes which is kind of like his go-to thing to do is run all over around the field and throw the ball up in the air and hope somebody on his, his team catches it but you know i mean if we can force them to do that which you know we should be able to do that game should be ours
1: it should be it's the yeah. only thing that worries me is that they always play us tough
0: well division game
1: it's like it's it's annoying because even when kirk was there and we should beat them. There was always close games. They always do have a pretty good defense, so it's you know you got to be ready for that. I,
0: their team isn't bad at all. I, I mean, you know they're going to be coached well. Ron Rivera, he's mm-hmm. a respected dude, and, and like you said, their defense is always good. And again, they have a couple of pretty good weapons. You know, Terry McLaurin. I forgot to add before, but a couple of good weapons on that offensive side of the ball. But I think we should take care of business pretty uh pretty easily here.
1: We gotta set the tone in division.
0: Hey, yeah. everyone's talking about us.
1: All right. This is our division. Could be our NFC. Keep the ball rolling. Yeah, we, yeah, we should
0: keep- we should run far far away with this division, especially if Dak doesn't come back as soon as they're saying.
1: The only game in the next couple of games that. You know, Cardinal the Cardinals are there. We play the Cardinals in three weeks. But you know, I'm happy we're playing these
0: guys. You know, I'm happy we're playing the Packers. I'm happy we're playing the Cardinals because, like you said before, you know, these are big tests for the NFC. You know, we're gonna see who the top dog in the NFC is before this is
1: uh, you know, gets to the end, which is good. We can't have Carson beat us. I'm sorry. We might have did him dirty a little bit, obviously. You know, with the statue and everything, but
0: well, you know can't. what? <laughs> Statues deserve, bro. Philly Philly. Guy, oh, you know, I mean, you know what's you know what's crazy? Like, I was actually thinking about this the other day, you know, when it comes to that world, you know, that Super Bowl, like everybody just sleeps on the fact that if it wasn't for Carson Wentz, we literally probably would never have been in the situation we were in in the first place.
1: Nick Foles does not win you, you games.
0: Nick Foles, we, we were eleven and one when Carson Wentz got hurt. He was four games for being the MVP, like I, I mean We're not there with Nick Foles. We're lucky if we won six games with Nick Foles. We started all those games. Yeah, and
1: we look, we we all love Nick Foles here. We obviously did, but
0: and I'm and I'm also a huge advocate that Doug Peterson was a ginormous role in what we did. Yeah, Yeah, because you know, like again, Nick Foles is just not athletic and awkward, and but he had the right coaches around him. I mean, look at the Giants.
1: Man, John, man.
0: Nick Foles and Daniel Jones aren't far off from each other. Except but for a Super Bowl. These guys are for, <laughs> except for a Super Bowl. But <laughs> these guys are coached well, man. The Giants look good because they have good coaches
1: now. 2-0, man. Who would have thought the Giants were coming Never.
0: 2-0. I, I would have put everything I have on it if they went
1: 0-2. But It's wild some of these AFC teams are are started off how bad they were. All right, oh, and the two, NFL... Bad. The NFL Raiders.
0: is a wild world. It's so unpredictable, you know, especially in the gambling
1: universe. <laughs> it How'd you do over that. the weekend?
0: Did I had week one? I had the Gi- I had I had the Eagles minus four. It was a four and a half. I think it was four and a half, and we were seventeen point lead in the third quarter at the end of the third quarter and lo- and and win by three. <laughs> Shattered you. <laughs> That's why I don't bet on the Eagles ever. I'm done doing that.
1: No, you gotta stay away from the from the favorite team.
0: Yeah, and then this week I uh, I had the Raiders minus five, and we all saw what happened there.
1: Minus five?
0: I mean, bro, it was, it was twenty to yeah, nothing. It was twenty-seven for, or for 20 three 27 quarters. Or so it was twenty to nothing for the first three quarters, and I scored. I Think in the first, in the fourth quarter, or even the third quarter, for that matter. But you know, they had that game in the bag too. It's just. Just play some of my emotions, the NFL.
1: Yeah, week two was nuts between the really? Jets between, between the, Jets. the Cardinals and then the Dolphins. The Jets, <laughs> the Jets game was crazy.
0: I mean, imagine waking up the next day and being a Browns fan. Not 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 only did 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 you give up a thirteen point lead with a minute and thirty seconds left in a game, but you did it to the Jets.
1: To Flacco, to Flacco. <laughs>
0: That's, I mean, what well, wild, wild, wild weekend of sports for sure.
1: Especially them that has to take, you have to take care of business against teams that you know you should beat because even if you're there in the end and you get Deshaun back.
0: Well, that's a thing, especially with them. Like they need to win these games in front of the fact, like, because you know if they're if they're even five hundred by the time Deshaun gets back, that puts them in a the good in a good spot to go off. Yeah. You know, because they should take a ginormous leap. Even though they have no wide receivers though, I noticed. I was watching some of that Jet game. The Browns? Yeah, I mean they had Amari Cooper, but other than that, it's
1: pretty thin. Yeah, they don't really got that no one. they the joke was their tight end. But Chu Chubb is a beast. In- oh,
0: he's, oh my god. Bro, I'd run the ball seventy times a game. I, I don't know why they knew anything else.
1: Uh, everyone was getting on his case that he didn't go down instead of scoring.
0: I mean, who who would have thought, right? Like, you give your team a 13-point lead with a minute and 30 seconds left, like, I'm running into the end zone, too.
1: That's you uh, that's around the league, and uh, we're obviously very happy that the mm-hmm. Eagles are ex- exceeding everybody's expectations. They are obviously a top team in the NFC if they continue to roll. We're happy that Jalen Hurts is coming into his own. And we're definitely going to see where this team goes. You know, we're at a couple of tough division games coming up, possibly a top team in the NFC and the Cardinals and real tests coming up for this team. But, you know, we're going to be here along the way. Thanks for listening, Nikki. Go oh, birds. See you later Eagles fans.